If you're enjoying this Crush Step 1 podcast, you can now get the content along with the content of the Med Prep to Go Step 1 Questions podcast ad-free in one bundle. Just go to medpreptogo.com and find our new subscription podcast called the Med Prep to Go Step 1 Bundle. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Ted O'Connell, one of the authors of Crush Step 1, the ultimate USMLE Step 1 review, along with my co-authors, Ryan Pedigo and Thomas Blair. I am also the chief content officer for Inside the Boards. This is a Crush Step 1 podcast based on the second edition of our best-selling book. The goal is to provide you high-yield and high-quality audio content of the book to help you study on the go and reclaim some of the time in your day. This is Nick Nissen narrating part seven of the hematology oncology chapter. Myeloproliferative disorders. Myeloproliferative disorders, or MPDs, are a group of neoplastic disorders that involve the proliferation of myeloid stem cells. This category of neoplasms includes polycythemia vera, thrombocythemia, CML, and myeloid metaplasia with myelofibrosis. With the exception of CML, these disorders are associated with a mutation in the JAK2 gene and can be treated with hydroxyurea. Polycythemia vera. Polycythemia vera, or PV, is a myeloproliferative disorder that leads to the unregulated production by myeloid stem cells of increased levels of RBCs and may also produce WBCs in platelets. The term polycythemia refers to a state of increased hemoglobin and hematocrit values above the normal range. Polycythemia vera is a true polycythemia, and the first step in its diagnosis is to distinguish it from a relative polycythemia, e.g. one caused by plasma volume contraction, or a secondary true polycythemia. True polycythemias are categorized into primary and secondary polycythemias. In primary polycythemia, the production of red blood cells results from an EPO-independent pathway, as in PV. In secondary polycythemia, the increased production of RBCs results from the excess secretion of EPO that is physiologically appropriate or pathologic. In relative polycythemia, the most common polycythemia, a loss in plasma volume or dehydration results in hemoconcentration of the blood 
In other words, the amount of solute, the RBCs, and other blood products suspended in the plasma stays the same while the amount of solution, which is a plasma volume in which blood products are suspended, is decreased, leading to a higher concentration of solute, not an absolute increase in RBC amount. RBC mass is used to distinguish relative from true polycythemias. RBC mass is always elevated in true polycythemias. Relative polycythemia laboratory findings. Normal oxygen saturation, or SAO2, so no physiologic stimulus for EPO release. There's a normal EPO. There's an increased RBC count with concentration of RBCs that has been increased. Remember that the RBC count is a measure of the concentration of RBCs in the blood, which is the number of RBCs per microliter of blood. Normal RBC mass, or the amount of RBCs, has not changed because there is no EPO stimulus to create more RBCs. Remember, RBC mass is a measure of the number of RBCs in the blood. There's also decreased plasma volume. Tissue hypoxia of any cause, e.g. high altitude, pulmonary disorders, decreased hemoglobin, oxygen-carrying capacity, results in increased EPO secretion that leads to physiologically appropriate secondary polycythemia. The body is attempting to overcome the hypoxic state by upregulating the production of hemoglobin and RBCs, thereby increasing the oxygen-carrying capacity of the blood. Physiologically appropriate secondary polycythemia laboratory findings. Decreased oxygen saturation, or SAO2, acts as a stimulus for EPO release. RBC count, RBC mass, and EPO will be increased, with EPO causing bone marrow to increase the production of RBCs, resulting in an increase in the RBC count and RBC mass. Plasma volume will be normal. The amount of solute has increased by bone marrow production of RBCs, not the amount of solution. Certain cancers, e.g. renal cell carcinoma, hepatocellular carcinoma, secrete EPO in an autonomous fashion and lead to physiologically inappropriate or pathologic secondary polycythemia. Pathologic Secondary Polycythemia Laboratory Findings Oxygen saturation, or SAO2, is normal, so there is no physiologic stimulus for EPO release. However, ectopic release of EPO from tumor cells results in increased EPO levels. RBC count and mass are increased. Plasma volume will be normal. Polycythemia vera, similarly to other MPDs, is associated with a mutation in the JAK2 kinase gene. PV is an insidious disorder that is usually diagnosed in older adults greater than 60 years old, but can occur in any age group. PV patients may enter a spent phase after many years after diagnosis, develop anemia, and have fibrotic bone marrow. Most symptoms of PV are caused by the hyperviscosity of the blood from increased RBCs and its effects on organs such as headaches, vertigo, mental status and visual changes, congestion of the retinal vein, and splenomegaly from congestion or extramedular hematopoiesis. As a result, individuals will be at increased risk of thrombotic events, causing significant morbidity and mortality, such as cerebrovascular accidents, strokes, MIs, deep venous thrombosis, splenic infarction, and Bud-Chiari syndrome, or hepatic vein thrombosis. A subset of patients may be largely asymptomatic, not displaying symptoms of hyperviscosity or thrombotic events. In these patients, only presenting symptom may be pruritus after a warm bath caused by abnormal histamine release by mast cells. Clinical and laboratory findings include the following. 
hepatosplenomegaly may be present. Left upper quadrant pain can be present from splenomegaly or splenic infarct. A ruddy complexion and conjunctival plethora can be noted from congestion of blood vessels. Peptic ulcer disease may be present with an unclear cause, possibly increased histamine release seen in this disorder. Gouty arthritis is a result of increased cell turnover caused by cancer. RBC count and mass are increased. EPO is decreased. Remember, PV is an EPO-independent polycythemia. The EPO is low because the body's physiologic response to abnormally high RBC levels is to decrease the production of RBCs by decreasing its secretion of EPO. Leukocytosis or thrombocytosis may be seen in some patients. Bone marrow aspirate may show hyperplasia of all three myeloid cell lines. Patients in the spent phase will have a fibrotic bone marrow. Differentiate from CML by the absence of Philadelphia chromosome and increased LAP score. LAP is decreased in CML. Treatment. This is fatal if left untreated, with a 1-3 to year survival. With treatment, expected survival can be more than 10 years. Non-myelosuppressive agents include the following. Periodic phlebotomy to keep hematocrit less than 45%. This treatment is effective, but chronic phlebotomy may result in IDA and reactive thrombocytosis. Patients will have increased risk of thrombotic events in the first few years after this therapy. Myelosuppressive agents such as hydroxyurea with reduced rate of periodic phlebotomy and interferon alpha or IFN alpha may also be used. Myeloid metaplasia with myelofibrosis. Myeloid metaplasia with myelofibrosis or MMM is a myeloproliferative disorder caused by neoplastic changes in the myeloid stem cells that lead to the pathologic proliferation of fibroblasts causing myelofibrosis. Neoplastic cells produce ineffective RBCs, WBCs, and platelets. The findings in MMM are similar to those in the spent phase of PV, in which there is a replacement of marrow with collagen fibrosis. MMM is also associated with the mutation of the JAK2 gene on chromosome 9. Myeloid metaplasia is another term for extramedullary hematopoiesis. Hematopoiesis can occur in almost every tissue in the body. In MMM, the main site of extramedullary hematopoiesis is the spleen, which is enlarged in more than 90% of patients. The myelofibrosis develops early in this disease because of the increased release of platelet-derived growth factor and transforming growth factor, beta, or TGF-beta, by the neoplastic megakaryocytes. These growth factors promote the growth of non-neoplastic fibroblasts, leading to increased production of collagen and fibrosis in the marrow. MMM occurs primarily in individuals older than 60 years. The typical presentation is one of marrow failure, anemia, thrombocytopenia, and neutropenia, with left upper quadrant pain, splenomegaly, and resultant splenic infarction. Constitutional symptoms are also common, such as weight loss, low-grade fever, night sweats, and fatigue. Clinical and laboratory findings. Widespread extramedullary hematopoiesis may be present. Splenomegaly, or left upper quadrant pain, may lead to splenic infarction. Hepatosplenomegaly results from increased splenic hematopoiesis, which increases portal blood flow and leads to portal hypertension and splenomegaly. Hematopoiesis of cirrhosal surfaces can lead to a large pleural or pericardial effusion. 
Initially, the bone marrow is hypercellular, but early in the disease progression, it becomes hypocellular and fibrotic with increased collagen and reticulant fibers. Figure 11.37 demonstrates hypocellular fibrotic bone marrow biopsy from a patient with myeloid metaplasia with myelofibrosis. Leukoerythroblastosis, or myelopthesis, is on peripheral blood smear. This is defined as the presence of immature granulocytic precursors and nucleated RBCs found on the smear. The RBCs will have a characteristic teardrop shape called dacrocytes from RBCs being squeezed out of fibrotic marrow. Normocytic anemia from leukoerythrobastosis may occur. WBC and platelet count is variable. Platelets are abnormally large. For treatment, splenectomy if complications develop from massive splenomegaly, hydroxyurea, and interferon alpha. Disorders of heme production. The production of heme is a highly regulated biochemical process. A defect in any step results in the accumulation of pathway intermediates. The accumulation of certain heme intermediates can be toxic, leading to the development of a disorder called porphyria. Porphyria cutanea tarda. Porphyria cutanea tarda, or PCT, is a genetic or acquired disorder of heme production and the most common porphyria. PCT develops from decreased activity of the enzyme in the fifth step of heme synthesis, uroporphyrinogen decarboxylase, or UROD. This deficiency leads to the accumulation of heme pathway intermediates such as uroporphyrin and iron. The pathology of this disease is directly associated with the buildup of uroporphyrin and iron. PCT is characterized by sun-induced blistering and erosion of the skin caused by accumulation of uroporphyrin deposits in the skin. Patients also may develop hyperpigmentation, hypertrichosis, or increased hair growth, mainly on the face, and skin fragility. The accumulation of iron results in siderosis, iron overload, primarily affecting the liver, resulting in hepatic inflammation and cirrhosis. Inherited causes of PCT are mostly sporadic mutations in 80% of the cases in the UROD gene, and the remaining 20% of cases of PCT are inherited in an autosomal dominant manner. It is unclear how PCT is acquired, but several risk factors have been observed. These included hepatitis C virus or HCV infection, alcohol abuse, excess iron, estrogens, and exposure to chlorinated cyclic hydrocarbons. Diagnosis is made by measuring urine uroporphyrin, which will be increased. Treatment is aimed at eliminating exposure to precipitants, decreasing iron levels, and increasing the excretion rate of porphyrins by the liver. Patients are instructed to avoid alcohol consumption, iron supplementation, sunlight exposure, intake of estrogens, and exposure to chlorinated cyclic hydrocarbons. Excess iron is managed by routine phlebotomy. Low-dose antimalarials, such as chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine, help increase the removal of porphyrins from the liver by increasing their rate of excretion. Patients with HCV should have their infection controlled with antiviral medications for proper control of PCT. Acute intermittent porphyria. Acute intermittent porphyria, or AIP, is a rare autosomal dominant disorder of heme production. Individuals with AIP are deficient in porphyrinogen deaminase, or uroporphyrinogen synthase, an enzyme in the heme synthesis pathway, 
resulting in the accumulation of upstream intermediates inside the cytosol, namely PBG and delta-ALA. Buildup of these two intermediates is toxic to cells and can also cause degradation of myelin. The symptoms of AIP are variable, with severe, poorly localized abdominal pain being the most common. The symptoms can be categorized by the five P's of AIP. The first P is painful abdomen, often confused for acute abdomen leading to a belly full of scars. Second P is port wine, for port wine colored urine. The urine is colorless initially, but exposed to light, it causes the PBG in urine to oxidize and gives urine its color. Third P is peripheral neuropathy, or patchy numbness and paresthesias. The fourth P is psychological disturbances, such as anxiety, confusion, psychosis, and dementia. And the fifth P is precipitated by drugs. Drugs that enhance cytochrome P450 activity, sulfa drugs, barbiturates, some antipsychotics, and alcohol. A feature that distinguishes AIP from other porphyrias is that it has no sun-induced blistering of the skin or rashes. The diagnosis is obtained by observing the presence of increased urinary excretion of PBG and genetic testing, which can also measure porphyrobilinogen deaminase activity, but this is less helpful in the diagnosis. The treatment is aimed at decreasing factors that participate attacks and to discontinue any offending drugs and at halting the endogenous heme production pathway. Endogenous heme production can be decreased by inhibiting ALA synthase, the rate-limiting step in heme synthesis. ALL synthase is inhibited by heme, the end product of heme synthesis, via feedback inhibition, and also by glucose. Patients should receive a high-carbohydrate or glucose infusion during acute attacks and hematin or heme arginate to help resolve severe attacks. Both are heme-like substances. Pharmacologic treatment. Anticoagulants. Heparin. Heparin is a glycosaminoglycan administered parenterally, intravenously, or subcutaneously that binds AT3 with high affinity. This fast-acting anticoagulant with an onset of action in seconds, works by inducing a conformational change in AT3 that results in a 1,000-fold increase in its protease activity. Clinically, it has been used as prophylaxis as well as treatment of venous thrombosis and pulmonary embolism. Heparin also is used as adjuvant therapy for unstable angina, MI, and stroke. Heparin can be safely administered for anticoagulation during pregnancy because it does not cross placenta. Side effects include bleeding and HIT. Clinical effects are reversed by protamine sulfate and are followed by measuring the PTT. Contraindications include active bleeding, bleeding disorders, history of HIT, and aortic dissection. Direct thrombin inhibitors lipirudin, bivalirudin, and dabigatran. A direct thrombin inhibitor, or DTI, as the name implies, acts by directly inhibiting circulating and clot-bound thrombin, also known as factor 2A, and provides antithrombin 3-independent anticoagulation. Leporudin and bivalirudin are hirudin analogs that differ from dabigatran in how they bind to inactivate the thrombin enzyme as well as route of administration. Dabigatran is given orally. Clinically, it is used as an alternative anticoagulant administered intravenously, or IV, for patients with a history of HIT or heparin allergy. Side effects include bleeding. No therapeutic drug monitoring is widely available for DTIs, 
theoretically, may use the thrombin clotting time to monitor, but it is not generally used in clinical practice. Contraindications are similar to those of heparin. Direct factor 10A inhibitors, like apixaban and rivaroxaban. Direct factor 10A inhibitors are another class of antithrombin-3 independent anticoagulants that act to directly inhibit circulating and clot-bound factor 10A. Currently, these medications are only available clinically in oral formulations and are used as alternatives to warfarin and or heparin. Clinically, they are used for stroke prevention in atrial fibrillation as well as pulmonary embolism or PE or deep vein thrombosis treatment and prophylaxis. They have a rapid onset and offset of action, which reduces the need for bridging. Additionally, they do not require frequent monitoring or redosing because they have few drug interactions and no food impairments or food interactions relative to warfarin. Side effects include bleeding. They are contraindicated in severe renal impairment. Warfarin or Coumadin Warfarin is an oral anticoagulant that inhibits the normal production of vitamin K-dependent clotting factors in the liver. It functions by inhibiting epoxide reductase, the enzyme that helps regenerate vitamin K from its epoxide form to its reduced or active form. Warfarin basically induces a functional vitamin K deficiency state in the body. Clotting factors 2, 7, 9, and 10 and proteins C and S depend on vitamin K as a cofactor for their complete synthesis. Clinically, it is used for the treatment and prophylaxis of venous thrombosis and pulmonary embolism. Additional uses include anticoagulation therapy for atrial fibrillation and patients with mechanical heart valves. Side effects include bleeding. Clinical effects are monitored by following the PT and INR. Effects are reversed immediately with administration of fresh frozen plasma and within a few hours with vitamin K infusion. Contraindications include history of bleeding disorders and active pregnancy. Warfarin crosses the placenta and is teratogenic. Antiplatelet agents. Aspirin. Aspirin is a prototypical non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, or NSAID. The mechanism of action of NSAIDs involves the inhibition of cyclooxygenase COX-1 or COX-2 enzymes thereby preventing the conversion of arachidonic acid to prostaglandins, or TXA2. Aspirin differs from other NSAIDs in that it irreversibly inhibits COX enzymes. The inhibition of prostaglandin synthesis results in its anti-inflammatory and analgesic decrease in prostaglandin E2 actions. The inhibition of TXA2 production leads to decreased platelet aggregation, producing an anticoagulant effect. Clinically, it is used as an antipyretic, analgesic, anti-inflammatory, and anticoagulant or antiplatelet drug. Side effects include gastric ulcers and bleeding, central effects like hyperventilation or tinnitus, and Rye syndrome. Clinical effects are monitored by measuring the BT, which will be increased, contraindicated in children and adolescents because it can lead to Rye syndrome. Theonopyridine derivatives like clopidogrel and ticlopidine. Clopidogrel and ticlopidine are theanopyridine-derived antiplatelet medications that act via a mechanism other than that of aspirin. Clopidogrel works by irreversibly inhibiting the binding of ADP to its receptor on platelets, thereby reducing platelet aggregation. Clinically, 
is often used in conjunction with aspirin to decrease ischemic events in patients with a previous history of stroke, coronary artery disease, and peripheral arterial disease. It is also used to reduce thrombosis after cardiac stent placement or in patients who cannot tolerate aspirin therapy. Side effects include bleeding, severe neutropenia, TTP, rashes, and dyspepsia. Ticlopidine is associated with a worse side effect profile than clopidogrel. It's contraindicated in patients with active bleeding. Ebcixumab. Ebcixumab is a monoclonal antibody that works as a platelet aggregation inhibitor by binding to the GP2B3A receptor on activated platelets. This blockade prevents platelets from sticking together and inhibits thrombus formation. Clinically, it is used as an anticoagulant in acute coronary syndrome and also to prevent restenosis after coronary angioplasty. Side effects include bleeding or GI bleed and thrombocytopenia. It's contraindicated in patients with active bleeding, recent GI bleed within six weeks, or thrombocytopenia. Phosphodiesterase 3 inhibitors like silastazole and dipyramidal. Phosphodiesterase 3 or PDE3 inhibitors stop clot formation by blocking the enzymes that normally inactivate cyclic AMP or CAMP, leading to increased levels of CAMP in platelets. As you may remember, CAMP is an important mediator of platelet activity and increased levels lead to inhibition of platelet aggregation. These medications also act as direct arterial vasodilators by inhibiting the cellular reuptake of adenosine, leading to an increased level of extracellular adenosine. Increased adenosine levels then act as local vasodilators. Clinical uses include angina prophylaxis, intermittent claudication, prevention of stroke or transient ischemic attack when combined with aspirin. Side effects are related to its function as a vasodilator including headache, nausea, hypotension, palpations, arrhythmias, GI upset, and thrombocytopenia. Contraindications include heart failure, especially New York Heart Association Class 3 or 4 failure, tachycardia, and hypovolemia. Thrombolytics, altoplace or TPA, retoplace or RPA, tenecteplase, TNKase, and streptokinase. Thrombolytics are medications that can help dissolve blood clots by a process referred to as thrombolysis. These agents catalyze the formation of endogenous plasmin, the protease that removes clots or thrombi from plasminogen. Plasmin cleaves fibrin as well as thrombin clots. You will see elevated PT and PTT without any change in platelet count. Clinically, this class of medication are used for treatment of MI, ischemic stroke, or massive PE. Side effects include bleeding, specifically hemorrhagic stroke. It's contraindicated in patients with a history of hemorrhagic stroke, known intracranial malignancy, known cerebrovascular lesion or arteriovenous malformation, recent ischemic stroke within the last three months, known bleeding disorder or active bleeding, suspected aortic dissection or significant closed head or facial trauma within three months. Relative contraindications include severe hypertension, recent major surgery, or pregnancy. Antineoplastics. Antimetabolites. Methotrexate, or MTX. Methotrexate is an antimetabolite medication as an analog for folic acid. Folic acid is required to carry out one-carbon transfer reactions in various synthetic pathways, specifically the synthesis of purine nucleotides 
like thimidolate and some amino acids, serine and methionine. Methotrexate inhibits dihydrofolate reductase, or DHFR, and prevents the regeneration of folate for continued use in DNA synthesis. This antifolate agent is not selective for tumor DHFR versus normal DHFR. Therefore, it can affect the DNA synthesis and cell growth of normal and tumor cells. However, it does not have a greater toxic effect in the DNA synthesis or S phase of cells that are rapidly dividing. Clinically, it is used as an antineoplastic agent used with other chemotherapeutic agents to treat leukemias, NHL, and other malignancies. It is also used as an immunosuppressant in the treatment of rheumatoid arthritis. Methotrexate is used in the medical management of ectopic pregnancy. Side effects commonly include bone marrow suppression, liver damage, and neurotoxicity. Toxic effects can be damaged with the administration of leucovorin or folinic acid, which is taken up in disproportionate amounts by normal cells versus tumor cells. 5-fluorouracil, or 5-FU. 5-FU is a pyrimidine analog that acts during the S phase of the cell cycle. Similarly to MTX, they work synergistically by inhibiting different enzymes in the DNA synthesis pathway. 5-FU halts DNA and protein synthesis. 5-FU is an antimetabolite that irreversibly inhibits thymidylate synthesis, thereby blocking the synthesis of thymidine. It is enzymatically converted to its active form, 5-fluorodeoxyuridine or 5-FDUMP, which in turn inhibits the midolite synthase and halts DNA synthesis. This leads to an imbalance in cell development and a thymineless death of the cell. Thymineless death occurs when bacterial yeast or human cells are deprived of thymidine triphosphate or DTP, an essential precursor for DNA synthesis thereby initiating irreversible cell death. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of colon cancer and superficial tumors, like basal cell carcinoma. Side effects include myelosuppression, GI mucositis, and photosensitivity. Side effects cannot be reversed by leucovorin. Azathioprine and 6-mercaptopurine, or 6-MP. Azathioprine is a prodrug that is non-enzymatically cleaved to create 6-MP. 6-MP the analog of adenine is an antimetabolite that works by inhibiting many enzymes involved in de novo purine synthesis in the S phase. This immunosuppressive medication must first be converted by hypoxanthine guanine phosphoribosylotransferase, or HGPRT, to exert its clinical effects. Clinically, these medications are used for the treatment of leukemias and lymphomas. They are also immunosuppressants used to treat certain autoimmune disorders, including rheumatoid arthritis, SLE, and inflammatory bowel disease. Side effects include bone marrow suppression, GI mucositis, and liver damage. 6-MP is metabolized by xanthine oxidase and may result in increased toxicity in patients taking L-purinol. 6-theoguanine, or 6-TG. 6-TG is a guanine analog antimetabolite that works similarly to 6-MP. It blocks the synthesis of guanine nucleotides and results in the arrest of DNA and RNA synthesis in the S phase. Unlike 6-MP, it is metabolized by theopurine methyltransferase and is safe to give with allopurinol. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of acute leukemias and chronic myeloid leukemia.
Side effects are similar to 6MP, except that it can be given with allopurinol. Cytarabine. Cytarabine is an S-phase specific antimetabolite, an analog of deoxycytidine. A deoxyribonucleoside resembles cytidine with one oxygen atom removed that blocks DNA synthesis by incorporating itself into the internucleotide linkages in DNA. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of acute leukemias like AML or ALL and in lymphomas for induction therapy. Side effects include bone marrow suppression and GI mucositis. Cladribine or 2CDA. Cladribine is a synthetic purine analog that is used in the treatment of hairy cell leukemia. It is an immunosuppressant that inhibits DNA processing by cells. It is an adenosine deaminase inhibitor, clinically used for treatment of hairy cell leukemia. Its side effects include bone marrow suppression, neurotoxicity, and renal toxicity. Anti-tumor antibiotics. Dectinomycin. Dectinomycin, or actinomycin D, is an antibiotic used as a chemotherapy medication which disrupts the cell cycle by inhibiting transcription. It works by binding double-stranded DNA and blocking elongation of the chain by RNA polymerase. Clinically, it is used to treat Wilms tumor in children, which may be curative if combined with surgery and radiation. Rhabdomyosarcoma. Ewing sarcoma, and choriocarcinoma. Side effects include bone marrow suppression and GI mucositis. Dexorubicin. Dexorubicin, or adriamycin, is an antibiotic, is the A part of the ABVD chemotherapeutic regimen. It works by intercalating with DNA to disrupt replication and transcription. Dexorubicin inserts itself into DNA, leading to breaks in the chain. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of multiple myeloma, leukemias, HL, sarcomas, and solid tumors, breast, ovary, bladder, and lung. Side effects include significant cardiotoxicity, leading to dilated cardiomyopathy, bone marrow suppression, and alopecia. Bleomycin. Bleomycin is a G2-phase specific drug and is the B part of the ABVD chemotherapeutic regimen. This agent is a mixture of glycoproteins that produce free radicals on binding DNA. The free radicals create breaks in DNA, which accumulate and lead to cell death. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of HL, testicular carcinoma, and squamous cell carcinomas. Side effects include skin changes or hyperpigmentation, ulcers, alopecia, and life-threatening pulmonary fibrosis. Pulmonary function must be monitored. It produces minimal bone marrow suppression. Alkylating agents, cyclophosphamide and ifosfamide. Cyclophosphamide is an alkylating mustard agent. Like other alkylating agents, it exerts its effect by alkylating DNA, which is lethal to cells and is most toxic to rapidly dividing cells. It is the most commonly used alkylating agent. Cyclophosphamide is unique in that it can be administered orally. Both cyclophosphamide and ifosfamide require activation by the liver's P450 system to function properly. Clinically, it is used to treat NHL, breast carcinoma, and ovarian carcinomas. It also acts as an immunosuppressant. Side effects include hemorrhagic cystitis, leading to bladder fibrosis. This side effect is decreased by aggressive hydration and administration of mesna and myelosuppression. Nitrosureas. 
nitrosureas, e.g. carmustine, lomustine, semustine, and streptozosin are DNA alkylating agents used in chemotherapy. Nitrosureas are a subgroup of medications that work by alkylating the cross-linked strands of DNA to create breaks and inhibit its replication, also leading to inhibition of RNA and protein synthesis. These medications must be metabolized into their active products. Carmustine, or BCNU, and lomustine, or CCNU, are two closely related nitrosureas that are highly lipophilic and readily cross the blood-brain barrier, so they are used in the treatment of many brain tumors. Side effects include myelosuppression, renotoxicity, and pulmonary fibrosis after prolonged use. Busulfan. Busulfan is an alkyl sulfonate that acts as a nonspecific alkylating agent. It acts similarly to other alkylating agents and forms reactive intermediates that alkylate DNA bases, mostly purines, leading to cross-linking of bases, abnormalities in base pairing, and DNA strand breakage. Clinically, it was used as the main treatment for CML until imatinib, the gold standard treatment of CML, was discovered. Though it continues to play a role in the treatment of CML, busulfan is also used in bone marrow transplantation and kills bone marrow cells in preparation for the procedure. Side effects include pulmonary fibrosis, which is the main side effect, and hyperpigmentation. Microtubule inhibitors Vincristine and Finblastine. Vincristine or Oncovorin is a vinca alkaloid used in the O part of the MOPP chemotherapeutic regimen. Vincristine is an M phase inhibitor of the cell cycle and works by binding to tubulin, thereby preventing polymerization of microtubules and spindle formation. Inhibition of microtubule formation leads to arrest of the cell cycle at metaphase and stops mitosis. Vinblastin is a similar medication that is the V part in the ABVD chemotherapeutic regimen. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of HL, leukemias, Wilms tumor, and choriocarcinomas. Side effects include peripheral neuropathy and constipation. Vincristin causes minimal myelosuppression. Finblastine, on the other hand, produces significant myelosuppression. Paclitaxel. Paclitaxel, or Taxol, is the first of the taxane family of chemotherapeutic agents. It is an M-phase agent that prevents the breakdown of the mitotic spindle and inhibits completion of anaphase. Paclitaxel, a derivative from the U-tree, acts by binding tubulin and promoting polymerization and stabilization of microtubules, unlike the vinca alkaloids, which inhibit polymerization. The microtubules created are highly stable but dysfunctional, leading to mitotic arrests and cell death. Clinically, it is used against ovarian carcinomas, breast cancer, squamous cancers of the head and neck, and other cancers. Side effects include serious hypersensitivity reactions like dyspnea, urticaria, and hypotension, peripheral neuropathy, and bone marrow suppression. Topoisomerase inhibitors. Podophyllotoxins like etoposide and teniposide. Etoposide and teniposide are podophyllotoxin derived chemotherapeutic medications. Members of the podophyllotoxin drug class are G2 phase specific and act by inhibiting topoisomerase 2. They form a three part complex with DNA and topoisomerase 2, leading to the inhibition of topoisomerase 2 and an accumulation of breaks in the DNA. 
since topoisomerase 2 normally reseals double-stranded DNA breaks. The accumulation of breaks leads to degradation of DNA and cell death. Clinically, etoposide and tinipicide are used to treat lung and prostate carcinomas, small cell carcinomas, testicular cancers, lymphoma, ALL, and AML. Side effects include bone marrow suppression and possible high rate of secondary leukemias in children treated with etoposide with characteristic 11q23 translocation due to DNA breaks induced by medication. Tinipicide also inhibits topoisomerase 2 and is mainly used in the treatment of ALL. Side effects include severe myelosuppression, gastrointestinal toxicity, hypersensitivity reactions, and alopecia. Kemptothecan analogs like irinotecan and topotecan. Irinotecan and topotecan are kemptothecan derivatives that act as topoisomerase 1 inhibitors. Topoisomerase 1 is an enzyme that changes DNA structure by facilitating the relaxation of DNA supercoiling during the process of replication and transcription. Clinical uses include colon cancer for irinotecan, ovarian cancer, and small, lung, small cell lung cancer. Side effects include diarrhea and severe bone marrow suppression. Steroid hormones and their antagonists. Prednisone. Prednisone is a strong synthetic glucocorticoid that is the last P in the MOP, M-O-P-P, regimen. It has many actions on the body. Prednisone must be metabolized to prednisolone, its active form, after which it binds to a cytosolic receptor and is transported into the nucleus, activating specific corticosteroid response genes. Prednisone acts as an anti-inflammatory and immunosuppressant agent by blocking proliferation of activated T-cells and inhibits production of inflammatory mediators, and also inhibits the antibody production. It may trigger apoptosis of immune cells, especially lymphocytes. Prednisone also produces neutrophilia without pandemia via demargination of neutrophils in the circulation. It helps maintain blood glucose levels by increasing gluconeogenesis. It increases muscle catabolism and increases lipolysis. It also acts as a weak mineral corticoid. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of autoimmune diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis and asthma, but is also used in leukemias like CLL and HLs. Side effects include hypocortisolism like Cushing syndrome, hyperglycemia, and increased risk of infections, osteoporosis, muscle wasting, skin thinning, fat deposition, and psychosis. Tamoxifen and raloxifene. Tamoxifen is a selective estrogen receptor modulator, or SERM, that acts primarily as an anti-estrogen but has weak estrogenic activity. It competes with the estrogen for the estrogen receptor. Tamoxifen is not effective in premenopausal women because they produce enough estrogen to outcompete tamoxifen for the estrogen receptor and creates a non-productive complex with its receptor failing to induce estrogen-responsive genes and RNA synthesis. This results in suppression of growth in estrogen-responsive tissues. As a result of the partial estrogen agonist activity, tamoxifen reduces the severity of osteoporosis in postmenopausal women, but it can stimulate endometrial growth and increases the risk of endometrial cancer. It also increases high-density lipoprotein or HDL levels, protecting against atherosclerosis and cardiovascular disease. Raloxifene 
an endometrial estrogen antagonist. It's a drug similar to tamoxifen, but does not stimulate endometrial growth and therefore does not increase the risk of endometrial cancer. It also protects against osteoporosis. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of estrogen receptor positive breast cancer and to prevent osteoporosis in postmenopausal women. Side effects include nausea, vomiting, hot flashes, and increased risk of endometrial cancer in tamoxifen only. Other agents cisplatin and carboplatin. Cisplatin is a platinum containing compound that is a member of the platinum coordination complex class of anti-cancer medications. Cisplatin acts similarly to the alkylating agents. It enters a cell and creates interstrand and intrastrand DNA crosslinks. These crosslinks result in DNA instability and cell death. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of testicular and lung carcinomas. Side effects include significant nephrotoxicity, ototoxicity, cranial nerve or CN8 damage, and mild myelosuppression. Carboplatin is a similar agent with less toxicity but greater bone marrow suppression. Hydroxyurea. Hydroxyurea is an S-phase specific medication that inhibits DNA synthesis by blocking ribonucleotide reductase, stopping the conversion of ribonucleotides to deoxyribonucleotides. Hydroxyurea also acts by increasing the circulating levels of fetal hemoglobin. Clinically, it is used in the management of sickle cell anemia and various myeloid cancers like CML. Side effects include bone marrow suppression, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea at high doses. Trastuzumab. Trastuzumab, or Herceptin, is a monoclonal antibody that binds and inhibits the ERBB2 or HER2 receptor, a family of tyrosine kinases expressed in some breast cancers. The HER2 pathway promotes cell survival, growth, and division. Clinically, it is used in the treatment of metastatic breast cancer. Side effects include cardiomyopathy. Imatinib. Imatinib or Gleevec is a monoclonal antibody that acts by binding and inhibiting the tyrosine kinase produced by the ABL and CKIT genes. There are a large number of tyrosine kinase enzymes in the body. The Philadelphia chromosome in CML is produced by fusion of the BCR-ABL genes, creating a constitutively active tyrosine kinase. The CKIT gene, or CKIT gene, also produces a tyrosine kinase whose active site can be inhibited by imatinib. Gastrointestinal stromal tumors often arise from mutations in the C-KIT gene. Clinically, it is used as a first-line treatment for CML. It is also used to treat gastrointestinal stromal tumors. Side effects include weight gain, which is most common, edema, bone marrow suppression, and possibly congestive heart failure. Rituximab. Rituximab is an anti-CD20 monoclonal antibody that is used clinically to treat malignancies like NHL and CLL and autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis or ITP. Many B-cell neoplasms are CD20 positive. However, CD20 is also found in normal B-cells and rituximab will destroy both. Side effects include fatal infusion reaction within 24 hours of infusion, Reactivation of hepatitis B and other viral infections like JC virus infection leading to PML and mucocutaneous reactions and diarrhea. Erlotinib. Erlotinib, or Tarsiva, is a reversible epidermal growth factor receptor, an EGFR tyrosine kinase inhibitor, used clinically to treat non small cell lung cancer. 
Its main side effect is a rash that resembles acne and primarily involves the face as well as the neck. Bevacizumab, or Avastin. Bevacizumab is a medication that inhibits angiogenesis, the growth of new blood vessels. It is a monoclonal antibody against vascular endothelial growth factor A, or VEGF-A. VEGF-A is a chemical signaler that promotes angiogenesis. Clinical uses include many solid tumors such as colon cancer, renal cancer, ovarian cancer, lung cancer, and glioblastoma multiforme. Side effects include GI perforations, impaired wound healing because it blocks growth of new blood vessels, and hemorrhage. Vimurafenib. Vimurafenib is a BRAF enzyme inhibitor that is used clinically for the treatment of advanced melanoma. Most common side effects include arthralgia and rash. Cetuximab. Cetuximab is an EGFR inhibitor used clinically to treat metastatic colon cancer of the KRAS wild type, non-small cell lung cancer, as well as head and neck cancer. Its most common side effect is an acne-like rash. With that, we wrap up today's episode of the Crush Step 1 podcast. A big thank you to Elsevier Incorporated, the publishing company behind Crush Step 1, as well as all of my other books, for allowing us to put out this book in podcast format. Thank you for joining us, and please check out our other chapters.